2: they can't handle the truth. War Room, Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K.
0: Bannon. By the way, if you are smart enough, you would know who I am. But you are really not smart enough to know who I am. But soon you're going to know who I am. Very easy. Wow, very easy. <laughs> the, the entitlement, the entitlement. I, no, believe me, I'm much better than that. The entitlement, guys. Wow. We will see we'll soon.
2: That's a guy up in your face uh, who's a Azerbaijan terrorist. Also, Bill, over at Fox, they're just reporting now. Uh, I don't know if we've gotten it to Memphis, so don't 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 fret. But it was a tweet from Malugan over at Malugajan over at Fox that talked about 19 people finally being released, 19 individuals on the terror watch list. Remember the terror watch list, is not all the terrorists. Terror watch lists are like the guys that are cell commanders, I mean significant people. Nineteen in the month of December. That information was withheld by your government, the one you're paying taxes for. The invasion of the United States, we told you folks, and told you folks, of course you listen, you're 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 at the you're the you're the tip of the spear here in the phalanx that this was an invasion. We called it that. In the first like thirty days, of what Biden did when he took he stripped all of the EOs that President Trump had worked on and to do it. So, I mean, it's game on. This thing's full on. You heard Brian Kennedy today. We've got um, we've got uh, I don't know seven, eight, nine million here it, invaders just on Biden's watch. And another Todd Benzman says two to four coming. Todd's going to be us at the bottom of the hour. And having had ch- chance to talk about, you know, President Trump's going out tomorrow for the for the or actually going out tonight for the um and I think the I think the first thing he's doing tomorrow, the first thing I think Real American voice is going to cover it at one PM. We're gonna be live tomorrow morning, but at one PM, I think Eastern Standard Time. Uh President Trump's gonna have his first thing. And I know Arizona's got this, you know, uh, the chairman stepped down because of this fracas with uh Kerry Lake but they got to pick a new chairman. They're going to go through it tomorrow. So it's all on the line here, folks. And uh, you talk about turbulence and choppy water. This is this is truly a fourth turning. I want to bring in Raymond Ibrahim, uh, a guy that's written some of the most profound books about Islam in the West. And, and, and here's why. This invasion of the United States is going to have many different aspects. So we talked about the combat capability of the terrorists and special forces operators that are coming into our border unapprehended. There's the book right there. Fabulous book. Defenders of the West. Raymond Ibrahim is one that stood in the breach before. Defenders of the West. We're here again. Raymond, I got to go. If we pull the article up, you have an article. It's just absolutely shocking. And I want to make sure I tee this up right. This is one of the top intelligence officials, I believe, in Germany. And what he is saying is that I don't essentially know why you're putting up a struggle, because is Europe's going to convert to Islam. Is that is that the beating heart of your story, sir?
0: Uh, close enough. Um, it's not necessarily that the Europeans are going to convert, but it's just going to be taken over by sheer numbers of Muslims. Um, you know, he indicated and touched upon the, the mass demographic change, which is, of course, happening through mass migration, and also with the uh, increase or, or higher Muslim women once they come there compared to their Western counterparts, and um, but even let's put him aside. Um, according to Pew in 2010, they predicted that by 2030, five years from now, the Muslim population of Europe is going to be about 60 million. Okay, and that is that's a humongous number when you, especially when you think about the fact that the native Europeans um, are not a very zealous people, and that's another topic that even this. Intelligence agent. Um, his name is Hans uh, uh, Massen, and he, he, for about six years, he was he was the domestic chief of Germany's uh, intelligence intelligence agency. And so, you know, he definitely knows what he's talking about. And his whole point was that this is being done intentionally. Uh, he didn't use the words, of course, that we're familiar with, such as the uh, you know the population shift, or which they call as a, which they try to dismiss as a conspiracy, but which is not. Obviously, and that's what he was indicating, that this is intentional, it's by design. And at the same time, when you go to all these nations and, and regions in Europe, mostly Western Europe, that do have a high, large Muslim uh, population, you just have, they become hellholes, to be honest. They're just terrible. And one of the ones that I've been examining, and he was talking about as well, this intelligence agent, was Austria. And uh, basically, I was as far back as 2017, I was reading a report about how not a day goes by without serious crimes in Vienna and which which in Vienna also has more Muslims children, students in public schools than they do um, native Austrians so that gives you an idea of its demographic color um, and sex crimes have gone up like a thousand percent and that's just a, you know that's a microcosm of what's going on in all these other cities uh, in, in Norway and in Sweden all of Scandinavia most of it Western Europe, France, uh, the UK of course Italy, uh, so there's really the only only the Eastern European countries are the ones who have been you know trying to be self preserving themselves. But he basically said it's over and um, there's not much to be done. And one of the points that he you know touched on, which I really like, is the fact that European it's it's over. We can blame the politicians and the globalists and all these sorts of people because they are the uh, movers and actors of everything. But it's ultimately over because he, he said that Europeans, unlike the coming and taking over culture, Arab Muslim culture, don't know how to fix anything except through the system. Whereas Arabs and Muslims, if they see something violent, something wrong, they're not waiting for someone else. So, you know, go back to 2011 in Egypt, the revolution. So the Egyptians took to the street and ousted the Muslim Brotherhood. And you had a military man, Sisi, for example, who actually led the army to oust it, and I'm not necessarily saying this is always a good thing, and that's what should happen, but that can't and will never happen, it doesn't seem, in uh, Western uh, milieu, or like in Europe, uh, it seems people are paralyzed, and they've been taught into thinking that there's a process, and it's going to be done, and they're going to do it, except of course they're not doing it, they're, they're doing the exact opposite, that is the leaders and the politicians and so forth, and so there's a sort of paralysis, and he also indicated, which I agree, and it's a sort of nihilism. And it goes back to how Europeans and Western people in general are sort of growing up in their worldview, which is essentially nihilistic. There's nothing to live for. There's nothing traditional, nothing with meaning. And so it's very easy for them to become passive and give in. And you're seeing all these countries and all these regions just being slowly taken over uh, by Islam. And, you know, the mm-hmm. irony is, and and it's not just that they bring in these large numbers and of migrants and the, and the, a rise in Muslim fertility rate uh, increasing. It's also on the other hand, they're shutting down free speech. Um, so for example, in the Dublin with what happened when a Muslim man went and just randomly stabbed three little children aged I think five, and I think he almost killed one of the girls and, and he also stabbed their caretaker. just an, just another random violent migrant you know attack that happens all the time in Europe. Um, and obviously the people in Ireland got angry and they rioted and they protested. And the response from the prime minister, um, who's of course not even Irish, I believe he's Indian, was that this, these people represent hate and what needs to be done now is to curtail hate and that's gonna be done through censorship, essentially. By, you know, if you say the truth, you're a hate, you're speaking hate speech, as they say, of course, and that's all they need to do to shut you down. But same thing in Denmark, um, you know, one of the freest nations that boasts of the importance of you know, uh, freedom of expression, and the, I wonder how many Bibles have been burned in Denmark, you know, just for, for fun and nobody cared or did anything. but because of the Quran, and Muslims get angry and, and they protest, now there's a new law in Denmark which is banning the burning of the Quran, of course. Uh, or, and, and it's funny because they don't say the Quran. they say any religious text. Um, but I'm sure if it wasn't for the Quran, they would not have this law, obviously. So they're doing everything, not just bringing in the numbers, but shutting down the ability for people to communicate and speak about the truth and and do something about it. And uh, at the other hand, other end, the people themselves, culturally, psychologically, philosophically, theologically, are just so unprepared. And that's another thing that this intelligence agent said, that people are unprepared. They're not thinking about it. They're not talking about it. They have a myopic worldview that just, you know, centers around their own life. Um, and their own time here on, on the earth. And that's about it. And so it's going to be a massive demographic change. And it's just happening very subtly and quietly. And all the mechanics are in place to just keep it as a quiet thing. And anyone who protests, they're the hater, they're the bad person, et cetera, et cetera.
2: I want to go back. I want to put your book up because your curriculum vitae, your bona fides in this is uh, second to none. You've written some extraordinary books. But this latest came out about a year ago, I guess. Defenders of the West—it's just magnificent. Will you take the the top the top guys and what you know push them to do this? Yeah. One that's, of the reasons, one of the problems sure. we have. Yeah, go 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 ahead, Raven. I
0: was just going to say it's, it's it's great that you mentioned the people of this book, these, these heroes in this book, because they are the antithesis of what these guys are—politicians of Europe and the leaders and the elite. These guys, you know, fought tooth and nail. They sacrificed their lives, and they were, but many times they were kings and emperors and the nobles who sacrificed so much of everything to keep Islam at bay, to keep it out of, not just, we always think of the crusades and going to the Holy Land, but most of the wars were actually against Muslims invading, whether it was through Spain or in the Balkans, or Rome itself was sacked in 846 by Muslims, and few people are aware of that. So um, that's the spirit that's missing, the spirit that's in that book, and that was, that's what people had to do, especially Christians of Europe. They fought. It wasn't jingoism. It wasn't xenophobia. It wasn't uh, Islamophobia. It was just they cared about their heritage, their faith, their civilization, their culture. And they were willing to do anything, uh, including lose their lives. And many even most of them actually did uh, to do that. So it's, it's very interesting when you think of the, the men in this book and you compare and contrast them. With our leaders today, and it's just completely topsy-turvy, and it makes sense why what is happening is happening.
2: This gets back to, it also gets back to NATO and to Trump's argument about this. Why are the Europeans so passive? Well, one of the reasons they're so passive is we bailed them out in World War I, America, United States of America, the casualties we took at the end of the war when uh, MacArthur and Pershing and the Army, the American Expeditionary Force, got there was that's when the Germans realized, hey, the Americans have unlimited manpower unlimited resources. We can't continue to fight. And that's where the whole thing collapsed around the Tsar. In addition, we bailed them out in World War II. We bailed them out in the Cold War. They're used to, and this is what I keep saying, and Trump says, they're not an alliance. It's a protectorate. It's a protectorate. And so on this particular thing, because we've always protected them against the potential, you know, invasion of the Bolsheviks, invasion of the Russians, because remember, none of, virtually none of these guys fought with us in World War II. That's just a bald, you know, that's just a fact. The British did, and some some freedom fighters in Poland and Eastern Europe, et cetera. A handful of, of resistance fighters in France. You know, the 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 couple of divisions that fought with uh, de Gaulle. But it was it was a handful, and most of that was symbolic. To be brutally frank about it. Um. But we didn't protect them on this. And when they left to their own devices, I want to go back. I want to identify who this individual was that said this. Identify in what context. And I want the message that's over. Go ahead and and get who it is and in what context they say this.
0: His name is Hans uh, Georg, George, Matt uh, Masson. And um, I think between 2012 and 18, he was the president of one of the intelligence agencies, the one that deals with domestic affairs, which is precisely what we're discussing: what's happening inside of Europe. Um, and uh, he's retired now, and apparently, obviously, he's speaking more freely. And um, but the entire interview is very interesting. It's very, uh, very pessimistic. It's almost it suggests that he believes that Europeans are just so mentally handicapped. <laughs> I don't mean a, a, a mentally paralyzed and incapable of doing and. One of the points that he highlighted, which I liked, and he contrasted, he said, and and I already touched on this, but the people who come to Europe, migrants from Muslim countries, they have no qualms about, you know, using force to do what they believe is right. Whereas Europeans, all they know about is if something's wrong, we have to go to courts of law. Okay, and we never fight back. And the problem with that is it's, it's a reliance on the law, which of course is great inherently, and it used to be. But when the law is no longer... Objective and there's agendas and there's loopholes then obviously something needs to be done and he's suggesting that Europeans are at a point they've been so pacified that there's nothing they can do that only right to me what happened in Dublin when um, the Irish people rose up I thought that was that was kind of a, uh, a Turning moment in a way because that's never really happened usually when people are angry in European nations including about topics like this migrants and violence you're you're just going to get vocal criticism from those people, but that they actually took to the streets and were violent. And that wasn't the only one, less reported than that. Right around the same time, I think two days before it in France, in some small rural town, (laughs) there was a small party in a village and something like 30 Muslim migrants descended on them and started stabbing and killing people. Um, And when that got out, a lot of people in that region protested and got violent and angry about this migrant issue. And the French authorities responded, I have a quote in, in an article, just like the Irish uh, prime minister. And he basically said, the real problem is racism. And uh, we're going to follow these radical right wing racist groups who are protesting what's happening. And they didn't say much about the actual attack. It, it's unfortunate, um, but it's just, it's it's allotted as a sort of crime. There's no ideology behind it. And that's, that's the point. They don't want an to. Island that. That, that,
2: yeah. In Ireland, Ireland, they're passing all these hate speech laws. You can't even say anything. Now, I want to put a pin in this because I'm going to get back to the European parliamentary elections because I think you're seeing a populist uprising on the right that people just said, we've had a belly full of this. I want to go back to two of his statements. Number one, when he said this was intentional and done by design, what does he mean by that? And how does he back it up that he's anything more than just a kooky conspiracy theory guy?
0: One of the points that he emphasized is that okay let's say european leaders brought in all these migrants um, because they're altruistic and they thought it would work and they would assimilate etc well it's been a long time it's been over a decade since the mass migration uh, really started or right about a decade and it's as i said it's just it's not working you know the people the natives the europeans are are suffering crimes crime, their regions their cities it's all crimes so he says that now every time people protest and they and they try to talk about curtailing it or even sending the criminals back, this security, this intelligence agent, agent said that it's very easy. Um, you know, for those who have thought about it, like himself, it can be done very easily and efficiently and in a humane manner, and there wouldn't be a problem. But when he goes to these summits that deal with the migrant crisis, he says all that ends up happening, and you, you referenced Germany and Austria, is they talk about how to bring in more migrants and how to raise more money for them. So that's definitely, that he cites that as one perfect example that Look, they even if they were naive at first, nobody can be naive at what's happening right now, and yet they're still doing it. So definitely that is by design. And and just just the non you know commonsensical point that the people are protesting, as you're saying, these mass risings, and you know th- these politicians are supposed to represent the people, and yet they're what they're doing is shutting down the people, muzzling them up, and not letting them even speak up about what's happening. Even as they get killed, and you know this Irish thing is amazing, but. In as much as it's shocking, a little a Muslim man goes and stabs five-year-old children randomly. Um, that sort of thing happens so frequently all throughout Europe, and it's often un- it's under The the identity of the um, assailants are always they try to uh, dissemble it or suppress it, not name, without a picture. Um, there's this one website I'm following, and it shows you in Europe something like every few hours there's a church that's attacked. OK, but of course, it's very hard to get information about who's doing this. And yet, as I've, been, as I've been following this for years, the numbers keep going up in as much as that migrants keep going up. And I, I mean, it's pretty clear who's doing it. There may be others, Satanists and so forth, but I know who's, who's got the lion's share. So definitely the, the, they know what they're doing. And this is intentional. So I'm in full agreement. With them.
2: Does he uh, when he said there's also nothing to be done, that this is just going to happen? What does that mean? Because that's so kind of anti the American ethos, the American philosophy that we can always take our fate in our hand. It's all through human yeah. agency. When he says this, it's almost like a fatalist, but there has to be some mathematics in back of it.
0: What did he mean? Well, I mean, it's. it's I agree. It's first, it's very postmodern European, though. It's very nihilistic. Um, I think what he's getting at is uh, what I was alluding to earlier, which is that while much can be done, where obviously the politicians and the leaders are not doing it, as far as the populace, they've just been pacified. So the those who are vocal are generally very few in number. And, you know, as I said, you know, being vocal is good. It's one thing. But if, if it's falling on deaf ears, you know, what's step two? And I think he's suggesting that nobody's going to really, no, none of the Europeans are capable or have been bred. And that's why he kept comparing and contrasting Muslim culture that's coming in, he said it's so very different for them, because they have no problem taking the law into their own hands in that sense, or basically trying to do whatever they think is right through violence, intimidation, through threats, through terrorism, and of course that goes back to Islamic teaching, that's, uh, that, that makes that, um, perfect sense. But in Europe, you, you know, we, we had, you had the same thing, of course, of like just war theory. The men and defenders of the West—that's what they were actuated by. It was okay to be a Christian, a pious Christian, and go fight, okay, and be a ferocious monster in battle, as these men were, and then go to, you know, and and still be a, a leading Christian, someone like Saint Louis, for example, um, Louis the Ninth, and but there's so many other of those guys. So that's what's missing right now, I think, in the European ethos. It's just, um, you know, there's a there's a shortage of masculinity. There's a shortage of initiative to actually do what needs doing. And the best that we have is just speaking and talking and complaining and hashtags and whatever. Um, and that, that's part of the system, it seems to be. It's just rigged. You can have your freedom of speech and complain, and we're going to do what we're going to do, and you're not going to do anything about it. Um, so that's, that's my interpretation of, I think, what he was um, getting at.
2: Uh, Biden just came out on the border and said for too long we know the border's been a prop broken. No, not for too long. You exacerbated this. You did this. You your by design. Anyway, he's got this whole gaslighting thing that this is the strongest bill. It's gonna be great. Uh, CNN's making excuses for it. Well, five thousand a day, but you would already close the border now, speed up the process for six months, just lie after lie after lie after lie. The bill has no provision at all to force Mallorca's to do anything. It's at his discretion. But we'll get the text, and we'll show you where the lies are. Do you are you concerned as you wrote "Defenders of the West," and are you concerned as you've seen kind of the passive nature of much of the nation about the invasion of eight million illegal alien invaders into this country, this this sacred republic that's been bequeathed to us? Are you seeing parallels between uh, between the United States and, and
0: Europe? Oh, absolutely um, it's really the same story it's it's just you know it's not Muslims or at least not Muslim majority but it's it's it, it comes down to this in Europe you're bringing people mostly Muslims who have a different I- idea of how the world works okay they have a different worldview and Europeans and this is this is why they're able to get away with it these politicians because Europeans the more they lose their own culture and their own heritage and their own worldview and become nothing but materialists and nihilists and hedonists. Um, who, as long as they're left alone and they have their toys and whatever, uh, they're okay, another culture can come in and start filling that vacuum. Um, so in America, it's the same sort of thing to a, probably a lesser degree. It's not necessarily Muslims, but you're getting people with a different ideology as well, um, a different heritage, different history, different language. And a lot of them are coming in, and, and, and it's no longer about trying to you know, being, trying to assimilate people. It's not, it's not encouraged. You know, it's it's good to if you only know Spanish. Don't why learn English? We'll change the you know we'll change the uh, the face of the country for you by changing the language as well. So it's a sort of uh, it's I think even in even in the American pa- paradigm of the one we're talking about of the current era, yeah, you need guys like those guys from Defenders of the West, even though the primary enemy back then, and I would argue today, was these Islamic terrorist types um if you have something that is important to you your culture your heritage you want to safeguard it it's one thing as in olden days where immigrants such as my parents uh came to the united states but they assimilated and it was expected that they'd assimilate uh that makes sense but to just kind of willy-nilly we just get bring in more and more people and just give them money um and a lot of them you know are criminals etc it's just it's it's again it's a sort of um, total disregard for the integrity of one's nation and culture and heritage but again it's if it's it needs to be stopped without just waiting for someone to do something I think because the longer you just wait for that guy's gonna fix it for us okay and everyone's looking to Trump and I hope he can right um, but you know there's gonna come a day even if when Trump if he wins, and he you know, actually gets into office, um, there's going to be a day when he leaves. And so we can't always have this well, one step forward, two steps back, which is no. likely to happen. And I think that requires we, we, a close, close we
2: also, we also look. We also have to take the burden off Trump. You can't put yeah. the burden of him of being a savior. It's going to break the man. Yeah. I mean, the man's being attacked. We saw the $83 million. He's got enough on his plate. It's for us to step up. It's for us to take action. It's for us to use our agency. That's why I'm so impressed about what's happening on the southern border. Raymond, how do people get to your writings now and how they get to your books? All of it. Where do they go?
0: Thanks, Steve. Um, my website, RaymondIbrahim.com, R-A-Y-M-O-N-G-I-B-R-A-H-I-M.com, has links to all my books. Um, and I, they should probably start with Defenders of the West, the one, that, the one we're talking about, because I think that's the one that has lessons that are most needed today.
2: Incredible. Thank you, sir. I look forward to get you back on here for all the updates. You're all over the situation in Europe. This mass, and it's an invasion in Europe, and they're crumbling quicker than the United States. Sir, thank you so much. Thank you. European parliamentary elections are in um, June. I think that's the last shot for the Europeans. Of course, you see the rise of Alternative for Deutschland. I just gave this big interview on German TV. Absolutely. The the Germans are just going crazy. Alternative Deutschland, aren't they all these racists? Look, you see from Raymond, when the head of German intelligence or the deputy head says, hey, it's all over. It's going to go Muslim. There's nothing you can do about it. It's all by design. You can, <laughs> you can rest assured there's some turbulence ahead. We live in turbulent times. This is going to be one of the most turbulent years, not in modern American history, but in all American history. You know this already, how it started out. Right now we have a constitutional crisis that's almost like pre-civil war, that's happening down on the uh, in the in the Rio Grande Valley and in South Texas right now with uh, the governor and uh, the the uh, the uh, usurper who's in the West Wing. So make sure you go to Birchgold.com/slash Bannon to check it out. What you can do is talk to Philip Patrick. Now Philip's going to be in the show tomorrow, but if you go, you have the option of talking to one of the consultants. They can talk to you about all the tax-free ways that you can start to get into precious metals but look think about this Why I explain the macro to you what what are they doing to the U.S. dollar they're trashing the U.S. dollar that's why the BRICS nations are getting off it they're trying to de-dollarize even as we speak maybe you should be a little bit de-dollarizing too that's where precious metals comes in check it out short commercial break Todd Benzman joins us on the other side It can happen anywhere. Fires, hurricanes, tornadoes, mudslides. Regular cell phone service is fragile and can go down in an instant. Just ask the folks out in Maui. And when that happens, how will you contact your loved ones? That's why you absolutely need a satellite phone. Regular cell phones cover less than 8% of the Earth's surface. But with your sat phone, if you can see the sky, you can make a call. It's got 100% global coverage, ensuring you're always within reach. Your calls are secure and private. No one's eavesdropping. Even the U.S. military trusts these phones to communicate securely. Your text messages, encrypted. Only the intended recipient can read them. Everything you do with this phone is 100% private and 100% secure. Right now, War Room's trusted partner, Satellite Phone Store, is giving you a free and Marsat satellite phone with a 12 month plan if you go to sat123.com/bannon right now that's sat s a t 123.com/bannon right now be ready for anything earthquake wildfires terrorism anywhere on earth with your new satellite phone today as well as your free bonuses visit sat123.com/bannon and use code steve50 At checkout for free activation or dial 855-980-5830 to snag your free Amarsat satellite phone today. That's sat123.com slash bannon code steve50 or call 855-980-5830. The apples in your holiday pie taste amazing, but it's not exactly the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetables. The Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and your cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day, which as you know is almost impossible. That's why you need to check out Field of Greens. Every fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs like your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, and your immune system. Yo folks, the holidays are here and you need to stay healthy. Plus, you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier. Field of Greens is the simplest way to get those daily fruits and veggies, and it tastes amazing. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com. Use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com. Make sure you take take it today. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Fieldofgreens.com. Promo code Bannon. Tax Network USA is pure war room for solving your IRS tax problems. If you owe back taxes, COVID was your lucky break. Tax courts shut down, the IRS paused, and you skated. Well, baby, that party is over. The IRS is adding 20,000 enforcement agents, basically tax cops. Honest, hardworking Americans like you are in the crosshairs. Rich people have tax lawyers, and you don't. You'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. Tax USA Network has brilliant war room type strategies designed to solve your IRS problem quickly in your favor. Never call the IRS yourself. You're at their mercy. You could sit on hold for six to eight hours and get hung up on. Grind you for all your back taxes plus interest and penalties. Tax Network USA attorneys have a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to talk to and who to avoid. If they get difficult agent, hey, they just call a different agent. Tax Network USA learned of a limited time special IRS offer. The IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Schedule your free confidential consultation with Tax Network USA. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. Think about that. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. They offer a best-in-class client satisfaction guarantee. Now call one 800 245 That's 1-800-245-6000. And visit Tax Network USA. That's TNUSA.com slash Bannon. TNUSA.com slash Bannon. Make sure you take action on this today. This IRS grind is only going to get much worse. I- War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, I want to, uh, I tell you what, let's bring you Todd to Bannon. Todd, they just released the, the December numbers. Walk me through those numbers because then I'm going to read something from CNN, Manu Raju, and I want you to respond to
1: it. But give me give me the numbers first. Right, 302,000. 000- uh, crossings between ports of entry and at the land ports under the CBP-1. Uh, that's a, a new record. We we haven't had anything like that uh, before. Uh, that's also not going to include the gotaways, figure another 70, 60, 70,000. And then also the flights from foreign airports into U.S. airports, that's another 30,000 right there. So, I mean, we're really kind of pushing 400,000 for the month of December. This is outrageous. Uh, those numbers uh, really just uh, blow every prior record smashing number out of the water. So, um, you know, and also uh, keep in mind that um, the January numbers I, I noticed in the re- CBP release, which is always done on a Friday night, by the way, nowadays, uh, going into a weekend so nobody covers it. The January numbers are going to be down. I've been telling uh, audience this for a couple of weeks now because Biden cut a deal for politics with the Mexican government to shut down the flow on their southern border, round up immigrants from the north and ship them to the south to shut down the freight lines, to shut down the freight trains, and they're bulldozing migrant camps and building anti-pedestrian trenches, they're like going medieval all of a sudden after all this shuttle diplomacy. But all of those immigrants are still in Mexico. Uh, they are still going to come one way or another. So in the document, they're they're already taking a victory lap saying it's down 50%. It's down 50% because of our enforcement. Uh, so just beware of that. You're going to hear a whole lot more of that, that the numbers are down, the numbers are down.
2: I want to read something from CNN and this is about gaslighting and this is why this show is here cuz we're not going to let this stand. But I want to read from Manu Raju. New details of uh, on Senate deal on the border. Cinema Langford Murphy deal would require US to shut down border if crossing surged to 5,000 daily average over a week. In essence, border would be effectively shut down now as December Uh, saw more than 300,000 crossings. Also, asylum process would be sped up to six months. Deal could be unveiled as soon as next week when more details will be unveiled. Pressure will be on Senate Republicans as Trump has urged them to kill the deal. Um, That is a total and and complete, not just misrepresentation, that's a bald-faced lie, is it not, sir?
1: Yeah, it's completely bogus uh, on two counts. The first count is that When they say we're going to shut down the border, uh, there are no details about what that means. What does that mean? Shutting down the border means detaining and deporting everybody, and there's no details about how many they're going to detain and deport. They've got 55,000 empty beds. They certainly could detain, uh, and they, they certainly could deport, but the Republicans are not requiring you know, they're saying, okay, we're going to let you have 5,000 come in and in, the, in, the, in number 5,001, we're going to shut the border. But the Republicans are not giving a numerical requirement for deportations. So if you're going to let 5,000 in, you your negotiation should be, we're going to have 15,000 out, deported out from the interior of the country. We're going to round them up. We're going to take the ones that are crossing the border, and we're going to deport them to Mexico. We're going to make Mexico take them, like we're making Mexico do our bidding right now, shutting the 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 flow down. But there's no, I don't hear the Republicans talking about how many deportations they want to see, Uh, and that's the problem. That's really the major problem right there. And the other problem is number two is that uh, the Republicans are. Uh, benchmarking what's an okay number to come in. 5,000 a month is is an absolute out-of-control chaotic. It's, it's not, whoa,
2: whoa, 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 whoa. It's not five, hang on,
1: stop. It's not 5,000 a month, it's 5,000 a day. 5,000 a day, 5,000 a day is an outrageous number. Yep. That's five times what Jay Johnson said was a, a, a an out-of-control border crisis. Uh, that is just, uh, we, the Republican side should not be uh, accepting anyone crossing illegally uh, being allowed into the country. Zero, they should all be detained and de- deported in compliance deported. with the I.N. And deported. The the other about the, the the you're going to be uh,
2: overwhelmed with false information about this, and this is why we have to be the rock here to make sure you know exactly what it is. We're talking to the best people: Todd Benson, Rosemary Jenks.
0: One um, more thing,
1: Chris. Mr. The whole team. Yeah, go ahead. They're talking about streamlining and quickening the pace of asylum uh, claims of adjudicating asylum claims. Okay, that is just a gaslight right there. Uh, what they're talking about is releasing people into the country for six months uh, pending the their asylum claim. They're just going to disappear. How does how does nobody know that? Uh, how by this point, how does nobody? on the Republican side know that the six month thing is just like we're releasing them. Why don't you call it one month and release them? It's the same thing. Call it one week and release them. It's the same thing. They're gone. They're just going to disappear. So, but, but, uh, okay. And,
2: and the way, the way we know that it's just not Benson, Bensman yelling over his uh, afternoon cocktail. The, in, the uh, uh, IG report, The inspector general tells us that 75 percent, they have no idea where they are. And the reason is they process them so quickly. They put out one, two, three Main Street, Oak Ridge, Tennessee, and then they just show up anywhere, anywhere USA.
1: And they just go and they let them process. You can
2: never you can't track them down. Am I incorrect on that?
1: No, you're right. Uh, Great OIG investigative uh, report just a couple of months ago. Uh, where they, they you know, just took samplings all over the place and found that, uh, you know, they don't know where anybody is, really. Um, you know, they even when they put tracking devices and they give them cell phones that track them, uh, you know, the cell phones mysteriously disappear. The tracking devices get cut off. Uh, they can't even track the tracking devices. The whole thing is just a scheme to bring as many people possible, foreign nationals possible, into the country as quickly as possible, and they're calling for closing the border without deportation and detention numbers, specifics on what you're talking about. What does closing the border mean?
2: Well, hold it. One one last thing before I go into some current information we have. There's no mechanism. You're depending upon Mallorca's, the good grace of Mallorca's, a guy we're trying to impeach for dereliction of duty and for breaking the law and then doing criminal referrals on him. He, this whole thing separate just the five thousand per day for seven days in a row. I think triggers a it goes to him, but then it's his it's his desire, intent, interest in enforcing it. Am I not correct on that? At least from what we've seen so far,
1: I certainly would enter into no business deal with that guy ever. I think he's a weird guy. Uh, just on uh, on the face of him, he's a weird guy. I would make no deals with him at all. He's not a trustworthy partner, uh, and it's amazing to me that they are uh, you know cutting a deal with him that they're still pushing this. Trump is out there uh, putting some back into opposing any sort of a deal like this uh, and I think that that might be effective in the end. Maybe there's not a whole lot to worry about here, but until it's dead, it's a lot. No I don't know. Well
2: it's dead they're going to put huge pressure on this to try to change the political narrative that the whole fault of this is the Republicans actually want an open border. It's the biggest lie ever. We're not going to let them gaslight it. Uh, you got some current information. I want to say one thing. We are, as you know, in this platform, very supportive of the alternative economy, the Patriot economy, but particularly entrepreneurs. This is why we want everybody to check out Glenn's story and his team over at Patriot Mobile, PatriotMobile.com. You get all the quality of the cell service you've got because they deal with the big three carriers. But you're dealing with a Christian conservative company that gives 10% of what they make of their profits to various um, other not-for-profits, groups set up with the right to life, groups are set up with uh, uh, certain things on education or first responders, all of it. Go to patriotmobile.com. Find out about Glenn Sturridge's team. We've had him on here so many times, and particularly what they do in the not-for-profit area. It's extraordinary. These are people that live the Christian values every day. So stop giving your money to people that hate you. Just check out Patriot Mobile. You get the same exact quality service or better. You've got, a, you've got a call center there. They're all folks in the United States. This is all U.S. company, U.S. folks. Make sure you check it out. Also, this concept of the government or, you know, we keep talking about cyber is so advanced right now combined with AI. You've got to make sure that nobody can get access to your data or your phone. The best way to do it is get one of these great Faraday bags put out by Silent. SLNT.com. That's silent. This is state of the art Faraday bags that will protect your iPad, your computer, your phone, all of it. Go check it out today. Silent.com. SLNT.com. You've, you've got some current information. Look, the whole world's flooding to the border. Once again, it's going to be a huge media circus, but this is because Abbott has said no. We're not going to take this ruling by the Supreme Court, and we're certainly not going to take the federal government coming in here and cutting down this razor wire. We're we're gonna stand in the breach, and you're having governor after governor after governor. I think 25 governors have had his back right now. Can you give us an update, Todd?
1: Well, some of those governors are on their way down there physically to show their support for Abbott. Uh, the uh, the park, Shelby Park, down there in Eagle Pass. Uh, the state troopers and National Guard under Abbott have just been reinforcing. The wire adding wire, putting more wire defiantly sort of um, almost daring the Biden administration to send his goons in there with wire cutters uh, so far, nobody's made a move uh, with wire cutters. The uh, administration of uh, Greg Abbott promises that that should that day happen, uh, they've got a whole bunch more wire that will go up immediately as soon as they leave and they can have to cut that down too so Right now, there, there's it's a status quo. It's a bit of a media uh, event down there, uh, you know, with all the governors coming in. There's not much um, in the way of migrants coming through. Yesterday, they had about 79 enter Shelby Park, and they arrested all of them on trespassing charges and put them in jail. Um, and I, I'm assuming that the, those guys, those 79, will send selfies back down. Hold, uh, hold, hold, hold it, hold it, hold it. Hang on, hang on. I want people
2: to understand this. This is what action is. You're saying as soon as they came across, uh, Texas authorities arrested them for trespassing.
1: That's right. That's been a policy for a while. But, but,
2: but Biden's saying that you're going to go down. So here's here. Riddle me this. How do you have Biden saying, oh, I'm putting in the strictest and the Democrats were putting the, and, and Lindsey Graham, we're putting in the toughest and the most restrictive policies ever and uh, and just vote for this bill. It's all going to be fine, right, and, and so we can get the $60 billion for Ukraine. But at the same time, they're going to go down and cut the razor wire and take the Texas DPS right. officials and, and the people that are protecting sovereignty and, and shove them aside and let the let the illegal alien invaders just walk across. Square that for make that make sense to me, Todd Benzman
1: right the The talk about closing the border and going medieval on um, all the immigrants coming across is just simply untrue. it's It's just materially objectively untrue. Nothing like that is ever going to happen uh, under this administration because the administration's official policy is to bring everybody in and release them into the interior inside of about 24 hours uh they're gonna use any extra money that the republican senate senators give them to uh, put more manpower down there to bring them in even faster there because there will be no deportation there'll be no closure of the border there'll be no medieval anything Uh, it's going to be just the same as what you see Uh, Today, and for the last three years, three years of this, they've been doing this. Um, I want to, one last thing is that they're letting in, Myokas himself testified recently, like a week or two ago, that that he is bringing in now 85% of everybody in excess. He said more than 85%. I think it's closer to 100% of everybody who crosses in between the ports of entry that the Border Patrol can lay hands on is being processed into the country they're going to put billions of dollars more for manpower to hasten that activity uh, and they're just falling right into it they're just going to stumble bumble right right into that uh not really i don't i'm not sure they even realize uh the way it actually works down there maybe they do maybe they're witting about Who doesn't
2: it, but... who who doesn't who who doesn't who doesn't understand it Langford, the administration, the regime.
0: The, the, oh, Langford
2: and these guys are clueless. Langford, Langford's yeah. a Judas goat. People in Oklahoma should be humiliated that this guy represents you. He's a clown, a dangerous clown because they used him. He's so stupid and so detached. They used him as the front man for this negotiations. That's how dangerous. It is. Also, Kristen Cinema, Cinema uh, is now no way she's running for the Senate. This this is a career killer right here. She's got to go to her private all all her hedge fund buddies are the ones that got to hire her now because this finishes her done. Stick a fork in it. Remember, over. Remember, Uh, we have very, yeah, go ahead, sir.
1: Oh yeah. We have very recent track history of deals. When title 42 was going to end in May, the Mayorkas administration of DHS came out and said, don't worry. We've got medieval type, uh, border closure plans in place for after Title 42 goes away. That was the pandemic pushback thing. We're going to put everybody in removal proceedings, Title 8. We're going to Title 8 everybody back. And they immediately blew it all off. They've done none of that, none of it, none, none, none. Uh, they're just letting everybody in. It's like before I went down there a week after Title 42 and interviewed all the migrants and had them show me their papers, and it was just the same thing as ever. Nobody got an expedited asylum. Nothing. None of it happened. Nobody's supported.
2: Yeah. Todd, Todd, yeah. uh, this is going to be a battle royale. I can tell you, it's probably going to. They're probably going to try slipping in next week. Uh, this is going to be a fight. Although they're talking about, they're looking at a plan B because they know this thing's dead, but. It can't be dead enough for us. I want to get my hands on that text to prove what liars they are. Todd, where do people go to
1: get all your insights, writings, all of it? Right. It's alive until it's dead. You can um, follow me at Benzman Todd, uh, X. uh I've got an account at Getter and I've got an account at Truth Social. You can find me on those. And I work for the Center for Immigration Studies, CIS.org. All my recent work is up there right now.
2: Brother, fantastic. It's so great. Thank you so much. Thank you for carving time away tonight, too, away from the family. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Lou Dobbs is going to follow us here in a couple of minutes. Uh, we're going to be back live at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. It's going to be intense right now. And this is, I want to go back to that Hill story. The Hill saying, hey, they think this thing's DOA, and the reason is the virulent opposition by the right wing of the Republican Party, that would be you. Your calls, your emails, you're getting in people's faces, they hear you loud and clear and if it had not been for you I gotta tell you God bless this republic because it would be gone. Unless you're gonna seal this border and deport the 8 to 10 million illegal alien invaders that have come in on Biden's watch, country's over. I told you time and again, elections have consequences and stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. You're seeing it right here. This is and now the whole nation, the whole world, everybody's all worked up about this. Well, it, we knew this was going to happen on the first day when the very, very first act he did, the very first act he did was a terror, everything President Trump had done to try to stop the invasion of the southern border and done a pretty good job even with no help with the Ryan uh, Republican thing. And, of course, McConnell, the same thing. And when I hear Lindsey Graham's in there talking to the president, it, he is an evil, evil midget. Should not be anywhere near the president. All he's he's a been a uh, – and he's saying now he's talking big. Oh, these guys got to be toward it. No, he's a total amnesty guy, 1,000% amnesty. This bill codifies the invasion. It will never pass. We will never allow it to pass. A couple of things, everybody, I'm getting great feedback on Jim Rickards. Make sure you go to the Paradigm Press. I got the Strategic Intelligence. It's a newsletter. If you like Rickards uh, coming onto the show, you get an in-depth newsletter uh, once a month. It's absolutely fascinating. Combines geopolitics, politics, economics, macroeconomics, capital markets, all of it from one of the smartest guys in the world. The author of Currency Wars kind of got my interest back. I think it was in 2011 how smart this guy was. Also, I got to get my baby here, right here. We'll be up. Hang on for a second. I got two of them. Number one, uh, sacred human health. People are raving about this, the grass-fed beef livers. Remember, beef liver is the greatest concentration of nutrients known to man. Right there, known to man, sacredhumanhealth.com. Uh, Go check it out. merge yourself in data and information. When I say nutrients, I mean like vitamin A, zinc, vitamin uh, D, vitamin B12, vitamin D, all of it, and 100% natural. One thing you can do this year for the War Room, for the posse, stop taking the synthetic multivitamins. That's not going to help you. That's just more placebos. This stuff will really kick it in. So go to sacredhumanhealth.com today. We got other... uh, items up there but we're trying to push the beef liver as an introduction for you guys to check it out so go check it out today of course my own warpath coffee tage gill's going to join us probably hopefully on monday remember monday we're going to be in vegas tomorrow back here live Dobbs next we're back here live tomorrow morning 10 a.m to noon we're going to be in vegas uh monday and tuesday with this pre-rnc meeting put on by charlie kirk and the team It's going to be wild. Every day is going to be shows you do not want to miss, information you do not want to miss. I want to thank you. Being here in the War Room on a Friday. Uh, Lou Dobbs, the great Lou Dobbs, next. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jase Medical and get your Jase case today. Action, action, action. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com.